Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we have with us our digital correspondent, Andrea Carter. How's it going, Andrea? Fine. How are you? Doing fantastic. Now, before we move on to our main topic, uh, we have some chocolate news to discuss. So uh, what's our chocolate news for this week, Andrea? Well, the, the chocolate, this has been an interesting time in Cincinnati because, um, you know, we just got done celebrating Juneteenth and Pride's about to happen. But in between those two wonderful celebrations, we have, a you know, just a little, little drama going on. It's the P.G. Sittenfeld trial that just got started. So I'm going to jump off our chocolate news today talking about P.G. Sittenfeld because he is one of the three progressive politicians who were either indicted or actually convicted of charges of um, taking a bribe or taking, you know, taking money or things like that. Um, P.G. had said he's innocent. Um, The jury selection got underway. Um, That was yesterday. Today, his trial got underway. They had three hours of opening statements, including one juror looked like he was falling asleep, um, according to one reporter. And then they started with the first witness on the stand. And that was the um, Chinyendam Nanudwik, who... um, he is a Columbus-based uh, developer, but he also was a former Cincinnati Bengal. And according to the um, article, he was paid twenty-seven thousand. He was paid twenty-seven thousand dollars to wear wire at City Hall for eighteen months to catch people on a corruption trial because he complained that he was tired of being shaken down every single time he wanted to do a development deal or do a development in Cincinnati. Someone's always trying to get asking him for money. So that went on today. It was a very interesting trial. This is going to last for two weeks. Supposedly, PG may get on the, um, he may take the stand in his own defense. I don't know for sure if that's going to happen or not, but this is going to be interesting to see um, how this is going to develop, who is going to speak out and come either speak up for the prosecution or for the defense. I do know former council member Kevin Flynn and Chris Silbach have both stated that they will be um, called to the witness stand, um, including some other prominent CEOs of the Cincinnati business community will be called to take the stand and testify as well, either called by the prosecution of defense. So our soap opera, Cincinnati soap opera, uh, political drama has begun. So I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully I'll have more to talk about next week on the Chocolate, Pop, Chocolate News podcast on this. Next up, very, very tragic. Um, a tragic incident occurred where a 15-year-old girl stabbed her 16-year-old brother over the use of a PlayStation in Springfield Township. The girl does not have a criminal background, has never been in trouble before, but I, I think it was just, you know, siblings argue, siblings, siblings um, things happen between siblings regarding um, playing a game or things like that. And unfortunately, whatever occurred between the two, the, the brother and the sister, it, it cultivated in her stabbing her brother. And it was after 
supposedly the brother stole her PlayStation 4 from her and he probably didn't give it back or something like that. Who knows what happened? But it's a sad tragedy that occurred in Cincinnati. So let's keep, I'm I'm just going to say, let's keep both um, the whole family up in prayer. This is a tragic incident. Um, It's unfortunate that arguments between brother and sister went this far. Um, It's just sad. Uh, Yeah, that's, that's very unfortunate. And obviously they're going to get a, you know, professional behavioral specialist involved in this. Obviously there is something there that needs to be evaluated. Um, And so hopefully they'll get this young, young lady um, some help. The other interesting thing is I, you know, when Bill Cosby got out of jail, I thought we were done with him. (laughs) and all of his shenanigans um but today the jury found out a jurors today in a civil trial found that bill cosby sexually abused a 16 year old girl at a playboy mansion in 1975 the jury delivered the verdict in the favor of judy huff who is now 64 and awarded her five hundred thousand dollars she said the fact that jury believed her story meant that more than the sum of the money or the fact that she didn't win Punitive damages, it's been torture, she said, of the seven legal fights to be ripped apart, you know, thrown under the bus and backed over. This is, to me, is such a big victory. It's interesting that this civil trial went on for Bill Cosby, but um, we have not heard anything about, um, what's his name, um, who's sitting in jail right now? Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein. Mm. You know, yeah. we haven't heard anything about any of the civil trials accused against him. Mm-hmm. That that is, I mean, it's interesting to see what's going to happen from that. So that that happened, but that's enough said about Bill Cosby and his yeah. shenanigans. But then I'm going to finish our chocolate news on one final article, and this is a huge win. President Biden has named Marilyn Lynn Marlera. I'm gonna, I'm going to butcher her name. Malerba, Malerba as the first Native American U.S. treasurer to head the Mint, which I think is fantastic. It's wonderful. This has never happened before. Um, you know, Native Americans are due so much and should be honored. And the fact that now we have someone of that wonderful legacy heading our U.S. Mint is a fantastic achievement for the country. Mm -hmm. And I think it's wonderful. So we just want to do a big hand clap and hooray for her. Um, She is a, um, believe it or not, the lifetime chief of the Mahegan Indian tribe and has previously worked as a registered nurse and has served in various tribal government roles. And the tribe's reservation is located on the Thames River in... um, Uncasville, Connecticut. So um, I think that's fantastic that she has, you know, changed over time. She is a chief. She understands leadership and things like that. Obviously, she understands what's going on. And um, I think it's fantastic that she's going to head up the Met. So congratulations to her and for um, the legacy of Native Americans that they're finally being recognized for the leadership capabilities that they have. So, and that is the chocolate news for today. Thank you so much, Andrea. So um, now we're moving on to our main topic and we have uh, 
Cherie Riley, and she is a uh, social media influencer, and I want to uh, welcome her, uh, re, re, uh, welcome her on today's show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for, I'm, I'm, I appreciate being here. The main thing I want to ask, because you're a social media influencer, but you're so much more than that, but I had to ask, there are so many people who want to be social media influencers, like, mm -hmm. uh, but how do you actually become a social media influencer? Like, just give us like a, like a quick how-to guide. You know, you have something to say and you, you go live. <laughs> I mean, it's literally, it's, that it's easy. literally that it's that easy today with today's technology and all you really need is a voice and to be passionate about something that you're talking about get online, get on YouTube, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, post a video, go live and, you know, start following people that are passionate and fired up about things that you are. Um, create a sort of digital footprint um, on your page so that when people go there, they know exactly who you are and what you stand for. But it's really just about connecting with people and jumping online and having a say using your voice. And that's the reason why I feel with social media, it's you know freedom of speech and being mm. able to say how you feel about something, um, it's powerful. And so literally just getting on as much as you possibly can and talking about things that are that are important to you. Now, as far as uh, engagement goes, I noticed that you have Facebook and Twitter, mm -hmm. but, um, mm -hmm. and I'm sure each one of them have their like pros and cons or anything, but which one do you get the most use of, uh, use out of? Is it Instagram or Facebook? So, so currently I get the most use of, of Facebook. I have my own separate sharing with Cherie is my online show. Uh, it's, it's more of a, like, I, I have it more of like a network show. So think of like Oprah or the red table talk, um, mm. Jada Pinkett. That's kind of how my show is. Okay. And I house it on, I, I started it on Facebook and it's a separate page called sharing with Cherie S H E R I. And I started on Facebook by just literally going live and talking and people were engaged with me and they, they kind of just sat with me for an hour talking about whatever was on my mind. And, you know, I would get comments and I would get, you know, people sharing my, my post. And so I said, well, there's something to this. People want to hear what I have to say. And so I, having a communications degree from UC um, and also having some background in camera operating and editing and those sorts of things, having a writing background as well. I just decided I'm going to do something professionally and, and put a whole show on because people are engaged with me and I have something to say. And so um, that is exactly what I did. And I started it on Facebook. And so now I'm kind of moving it over to YouTube because YouTube is really where you want to be. If you have like a show like mine, that's, you know, really where you're going to monetize, right? right? But Facebook is a great tool as well. I mean, you have the Red Table Talk on there and, you know, Jada Pink Pinkett's show on there is 
pretty, pretty successful. Um, you can say what you want about her, but <laughs> her show, I mean, she gets a lot of viewers, you know, yeah. just on, on her Facebook page alone. So you can be successful at it on Facebook as well. And there is a way to monetize it on Facebook as well, but you are going to probably garner a wider viewership on YouTube. So my goal is to really turn my, my viewers from Facebook over to my YouTube page. So that is my goal. Um, so how long have you been uh, doing your uh, talk show? So actually the talk show itself, uh, I launched it in July of last year. And my first pilot show was with a young lady called Ashley Glass. She's a beautiful soul. And what my, let me go back to my show in general. My show is about people. Okay. It's not just about relationships. I wanted to have people to have a say and to be able to tell their stories on a non-judgmental platform. And I wanted to, I'm a storyteller, you know, right. regardless if I'm writing or acting or, or um, directing or producing my show, which I do all of the above, I'm a storyteller at heart and that's what I am. And so what I want, wanted was to be able to bring people on that had something to say. And Ashley Glass really wanted to come on and talk about her experience with domestic violence. And that's what we did. And it was an, an hour show about her experience and what she, what her challenges were, why she got into those, that kind of situation. You know, we, we talked about her upbringing and, you know, just how she got out of it and just how inspiring it is to hear another woman talk about an experience that you are probably going through right now, but just don't want to talk about. Maybe you're embarrassed to even talk about it. Maybe you don't know where to go or the resources to grab hold of to help you out of those situations. And so um, just from that one first pilot show, you know, lots of women came to me and said, you know, this made me feel less alone. And I didn't know that Cincinnati had resources for this. And now I know. And, and so that, that is really my mission is to be able to, that everyone can connect with someone on something. And we all want the same things. We all want to be secure. We all want to be happy. We all want love and um, we're, we're all struggling with something. I don't care if you're the happiest person in the world, there are challenges that you're gonna go through in life. And um, I also enjoy talking about things like on my show, I'm getting ready to, my next episode will be about Michael Copage and his leadership on the Black Lives Matter mural downtown in, in front of City Hall. And that is going to be about his story and, you know, kind of getting off of the beacon path of the mural. Yes, he was a lead on it, but really this is going to be about, you know, Michael as a person and what makes his heart bleed and what is he passionate about and what made him do the, you know, be a part of the mural and, and um, what is his life about? And I'm really excited about that because he's a very complex beautiful individual and hopefully I can tell his story so 
so really, you know, my show is about a lot of different things and um, not just one. Gotcha. Well, I'm so I'm so glad that you're doing that show because I know a lot of people gravitate towards stories like this. And I love it how yeah. you're a natural storyteller like this. That's a that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, all three of us, I'm sure, have a story to tell, you know? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it's interesting to see how people are influences in many different ways. You're an influence on social media. I know um, for me, I have introduced a number of friends to several different things as I grew and developed and learned about websites and social media and things like that. I would tell my friends about that and how that the impact of that and that I see them run with it and take the information I've given them and how they've grown in that different way. Mm -hmm. So everyone's an influencer in many different ways. Exactly. Um, I, I think that it's just interesting that you've turned your influence into a, t a talk show yeah YouTube, yeah. and we're you know we have this podcast and um you know we talk about different stories and things like that and give our opinion about it so that's a different form of influence that um happens I was gonna say are you a weekly talk show or monthly or how often can are you doing your show so I would realistically want to do it monthly the thing is, is that I am the producer on the show. So funding is very um, tight. So I had to take a step back to figure out to get some sponsorships and that sort of thing. So we are going to launch the next one here in August and hopefully I can do it monthly on a monthly basis. But yeah, just just a little note for those who are listening and you want to do something like what I'm doing on social media, you know, don't get frustrated. Don't, um, don't, you know, let the, oh God, I, I get online and nobody's really watching. Nobody's really liking my videos. You know, if you have something to say, and if you're passionate about something, then continue doing it. And the right, the right people will come along and keep them, maintain a positive attitude because I, I guarantee you, you know, in this business, you know, as an entrepreneur, as I am, I pretty much have my own production company. I pay my camera operators. I pay my editor and the rest of the things like the marketing part, the writing part, the actual structure of the show. I do all of that myself. And so, you know, just keep maintain a positive attitude. This business is not easy. And especially being an entrepreneur, you're going to have some challenges. You're going to hit some walls. You're going to get some people that's going to tell you no. I, in fact, I had a couple of people that told me, no, I'll pass on being on your show, um, <laughs> you know, and, and let's keep in touch. And you can't take that personally. Um, two reasons why. Number one is because it could very well be that it has nothing to do with you or your show. It could very well be that, you know, they have things going on in their lives and they just can't give the energy or, or um, towards, you know, being on your show. It could have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with you. So you cannot take it personally. And number two, you have to believe in yourself and believe that the right people are going to come along that want to be on your show and that, are meant to be on your show. So you have to have faith and belief in yourself um, to keep going. And because I, I'll tell you, it's not the easiest. 
And you're not going to jump on social media being like, oh, bam, just having like 500,000 viewers overnight. You can, <laughs> you, you absolutely can, but that is not the typical thing that happens. So don't let that frustrate you. Um, take those challenges and overcome them and see how you can adapt. And so that is my advice for any of those who are, are looking to be influencers, um, to do a network show like mine. It takes a lot of true grit and just, just believe in yourself and, and keep going. Well, that's, um, that's certainly great advice. And um, Sherry, I'm, I'm so happy for you and I hope you and I hope you have all the best success in the future. And I will Absolutely. definitely and I will definitely uh, keep watching on your show because it sounds like a very, very interesting show, especially the um, the uh, the first show with um, Ashley Glass. Was that her name? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but but just to reiterate, um, where can we watch your show at again? So you can watch it on Facebook, just type in sharing with Sheree, sharing S-H-A-R-I-N-G, sharing with Sheree, S-H-E-R-I is how you spell my name. Um, you can find that on Facebook and you can also key that in on YouTube, sharing with Sheree. And um, if you Google sharing with Sheree, it should pop up as well. Yeah. So, um, so you can find them. Either way, I, I do have an Instagram page that I literally just created just to have people kind of, if they're looking for it on Instagram, but Instagram is, it's more so for those who are doing, um, you know, the, the reels and the pictures and the photos and stuff like that. It's not, it's not your major game changer as far as a network show like this, so. Right, gotcha. All right, well, thank you so much. And that's it for today's show. Uh, I want to thank Andrea for coming on discussing all the chocolate news. Thank you so much, Andrea. Yeah. You're very welcome. And I'm looking, uh, I'll be looking forward to doing, bringing you more chocolate news next week. All right. Yes, that was interesting. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate this. Hopefully I can come on more. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's that, okay, I'll hold you to that. All right. <laughs> yes. um, and you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thesensiherald.com, the Sesh newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. I'm John Alexander Reese, and have a good day. <laughs>